This episode is brought to you by The Waxing Guide, a true guide to get you through all of your waxing needs. And I am so excited to bring you a really special class happening right now in the show links below. You can give it a good click and it will take you into a free master class called Time is Money, where I teach you, the soft wax instructor, how to take control of your finances through Brazilian waxing. If you are somebody who is doing 20 minutes, 35 minute, 45 minute Brazilian waxing, you're somebody who struggles with technique and really having those ultimate struggles from Brazilian waxing and you wanna learn how to make three to four times your income in your business, then this is a class for you. Like I said, it's completely free to take and I suggest getting on it because it is limited time and it also comes jammed packed with bonuses that you will never see again. Like I said, check it out in the show notes below and I am so excited for you to get your hands on this masterclass. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Waxing Podcast. My name is Kirsten. I am the host. And if it's your first time here, hello, welcome. I am so so happy you're here. And if you are a frequent listener of the Waxing Podcast, then welcome back. You know how much I love you. And I am so thankful that you are tuning in into today's episode. So if you have been a frequent listener, then you are aware that I have been able to show video while I'm also showing recordings. But when I do a solo episode, I feel so strange because I'll go on there, I'll have the camera up, and I'll also have the audio, of course. And when I talk and I'm doing an episode, I'm literally just staring at myself. So I'm like, you know what, let me not do video for whenever I'm doing solo episodes. And it kind of is nice because I kind of get a look around. I don't have to focus on the video. I'm not like looking at myself and second guessing everything that's coming out of my mouth. Like I feel like I'm just genuinely talking to you on the telephone, so it's fun. Except for I'm not letting you get a word in because <laughs> I can't hear anything you say. So um, it's just me doing a ramble. You guys, what a week it's been. I, of course, usually do episodes where I bring people on and I talk and how they started in business. And I always bring you guys some inspiration. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, I did a poll recently where I asked if you guys were liking solo episodes versus like, interviews and a lot of you guys said interviews and so I've kept them going I want to make sure I'm always you know appeasing appealing to the audience but today it's just solo dolo which I think every once in a while is needed because I got a rant too <laughs> when I am interviewing people it's really all about them so I never get the chance to come onto my own podcast and like update you on things and just talk and have like a little wax chat so I thought that we would do that and hopefully within this episode you still find value and you still feel really really good when you leave it whether you're in your car on your way to take clients you're at your house doing your dishes with some headphones in I'm hoping to always bring you inspiration it's one of the main focus points that I work on when I look into my social media and my podcast and all of that stuff. Like I don't want you to leave with nothing. So this episode is going to be very inspirational, but also just really updating you on everything that's been going on. 
So the biggest elephant in the room this week is that my Instagram was deactivated by Meta. And you guys, when I tell you, it was like the biggest whirlwind of a day. And I know that there's bigger problems in the world. Trust me, when I was crying and calling my wax friends and like talking to anybody that literally would give me an ear to listen, I always reminded them that like I wasn't upset because I lost my Instagram. I was upset because of what the Instagram has meant to me and like my work um, accomplishments in the last couple of years. So like it wasn't like, oh, I lost my Instagram, my followers, how will I survive? No, it was like I almost saw it as if like you opened your suite and for two, three, four years, you have built up your clientele. They know exactly where to go, where to park, where to find you in order to get your services done. And one day the landlord knocks on your door and is like, you have to leave and you have no choice and you're already gone. Like you you can't even, you can't even appeal to this decision. Like you need to be out yesterday and then you have to like literally leave with all your stuff in there right like every single thing in your suite it has to all stay we own all of this so get the fuck out <laughs> like that is how I felt when my Instagram was stolen because it was stolen I guess deactivated by meta because I was like oh my gosh I literally cannot recoup like I couldn't even log into my Instagram to even get anything like if it was like a picture I wanted to keep I mean nothing I it was seriously that's like the best way I can describe it is if somebody told you to leave your house leave your suite and leave everything in it and you have no say like it was insane and that morning just so happened to be I think it was like seven or eight days out from when I was launching the masterclass, which is available now, which is all about time is money, teaching you how to get control of your finances using Brazilian waxes. And I've been working on it for quite some time now. And, you know, it's been on the calendar launching for October 13th forever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am launching this program. I'm launching this free masterclass and I have nowhere to tell people about it. Like I have my email list and that's amazing. But that is a very small sliver of the algorithm and like playing a big part into that. So it was awful. It was awful. I called Mackenzie from the wax room. I was crying and she just felt so bad. And I was like, I know there's real problems in the world. Like I know somebody has a sick person in a hospital right now who they're losing. Like I would never in my right mind feel like my problem was bigger than theirs ever and that's always what I wanted to get across like I didn't want to be like a brat who was losing her Instagram but it was really about business and ugh, it was just it was the worst so anyway for all of you guys that don't know the way that it works that if meta confiscates your Instagram there's a reason why so they were telling me that the reason why I was going to lose my Instagram, because at the time this was like under review, not yet deactivated. So I was um, temporarily disabled because I was trying to impersonate somebody, which obviously I wasn't. I think what happened when I look back on it is that, you know, Instagram is probably or meta is probably using AI technology, just like all of us are to help make our lives easier. And I think that they're using it to try to find spam and bots and things like that so obviously we know that AI is not perfect it's brand new so there's a lot of things to be learned but I think with Facebook and, and Instagram and meta 
the AI is going in there and detecting things and just deciding that they are spam without actually being like a human and being like, oh no, this is not spam. And so Meta suspended me. And then whenever I did my appeal, Meta immediately, like 20 minutes later into my emails was like, nope, your appeal was dismissed. You're gone. Goodbye. I like could not log into anything. It was horrible. And luckily I had my Enso page because I was able to get onto my Enso page and to talk about it because I did like a TikTok on my Tampa Waxer page about like what to do if this happens to you. And basically my first recommendation before you start emailing and messaging Meta because they don't care. (laughs) I found out they don't care. So the best way you can approach something like this if this happens to you is by letting anyone and everyone you know around you that it's happened and asking them do they know anybody who works for meta and so for me i went on enso and i talked about it and i was getting a lot of replies and i was having a lot of people be like this happened to me last year i never got it back so i was like starting to freaking panic because i'm like oh my gosh like in everything i was reading on my social media on Tampa Waxer when I would log in would literally say like you're not getting your account back like you've already appealed it got denied that's it too bad too sad and so um, finally I get a call from my friend and she's like hey like because her fiance um, I don't know if it was like through LinkedIn or I don't know like this is like multiple connections like out of my control I have no idea who these people are but basically my friend said that her fiance has been asked to work for Meta a couple of times so he has because of that connections through Meta um and he was and basically he was the one because he saw it on my stories and then told her and then she called me and then she was like let me talk to him and then have him talk you know what I mean so it was like a chain of people but either way I was super thankful so um while this is happening and while I'm having an absolute freaking meltdown I get a dm from savannah boda from the dallas esthetician and she's messaging the enso instagram and she's like hey this happened to you this happened to me too and it's funny because obviously i know that she was freaking out just like i was but it made me and this is like i don't know if this feels right to say but it made me feel so much better that it happened to her too because then i'm like okay so like this is like clearly a glitch and like if this happened to her this probably has happened to a lot of other people in our industry or you know whatever else it may be but her and i were talking back and forth about like updates and how she was getting her account back versus mine i think she at least what she told me is that she ended up paying someone money to get it back she paid someone a thousand dollars and it was like someone in like turkey or something she had gotten a referral but i had known a connection so i did it that way and we both got our accounts back so i guess there is a say i guess you know possibly if you don't know somebody or you don't know somebody who knows somebody then maybe you can pay to get it back it's it was a crazy story but anyway she got hers back i got mine back and all was well in the world. But the great thing is too, I tested out my first video because I was like, okay, did I got mine back, but am I shadow banned? But I tested my first video out and it went okay. So everything is back to normal. So yeah, that happened. But not only did that happen, but that same day, the same freaking day that my Instagram got taken. So I mean, mind you, I was in like a, a heightened emotional state of mind but I so happened to already have a Brazilian wax booked and so I have a whole story about this Brazilian wax guys <laughs> and this really leads me into the rounding overarching message of this particular podcast okay because I had this Brazilian booked so obviously we're all waxers 
we can do our own stuff and I can do my own Brazilian but I've gotten to a point where I just like to delegate that out to somebody because yes I can do my own Brazilian but it requires just like ugh, you know how the gravity for one weird positions not getting all the hair like yada yada like some people will be like oh I can do it fine and that's great I am happy for you because you save money but for me I just want to go somewhere and I want to pay someone to do it just because it's easier I can lay down I don't have to do anything and then I'm out I am good to go so I found a place I will not name it because the story is going to get really ugly (laughs) but I found a place and I went there last month and I had a girl she was amazing like I hadn't had a Brazilian wax like that in a really long time and I genuinely loved everything about it like I I complimented her and I never usually tell people that I'm also a waxer just because I like to go in and and like get out and whatever but we had like led ourselves on the topic of something where I was like oh yeah like I you know I do this as well anyways my cat just like walked in so you probably hear like a squeaking of the door um but yeah she gave me a really great Brazilian wax so I wanted to get into her again and I couldn't go the day that she was working and so the next day I was the only day that I could go it happened to be the day my Instagram got deactivated holy hell but I had already booked it with this other girl because in my head I go okay well that girl was so good and this place is like you know I didn't go to some like trash can part of you know tampa to get my brazilian wax done like i went into like a nice place well-known lot of reviews so i'm like okay like chances are it's fine and i've had brazilian waxes from people that like they haven't met my standards but like it's been fine like i've survived and so i booked it with her i walk in i lay down she's nice um she like gets started and again I usually never tell people that I'm a waxer oh you know why it's because I walked in and she was like hey when's the last time you've gotten waxed and I was like I think it was exactly five weeks ago and she was like okay so do you want to get on the membership and instead of me just being like no I just was like well no because you know I'm actually a waxer and I typically sometimes do my own but from time to time I like to have someone else do it so for that reason I don't want to commit to like a membership I just like gave her a better answer than just no And she's like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, well, what kind of wax do you do? And I'm like, I do soft wax. And she's like, okay, well, we have both. And do you have a preference on your Brazilian? And I'm like, no, no, no. Like whatever your, you know, your technique and you're good at, like I prefer that. (laughs) Like, please. So she ends up, she's like, I like soft wax too. And I'm like, okay, cool, great. That's amazing. So she's, you know, telling me to butterfly all the things. I obviously know what to do. And she, (laughs) okay, so she, her first strip, she laid on the inside of my bikini line. And when I tell you, and like, I'm already like thinned out for the most part. So like, it's not like terrible down there, but listen, she literally took my first strip from the inner part of my Brazilian uh, bikini line. So inside of that, from the top of like my, my Brazilian and her first strip went all the way down to the, to the beginning of my labia. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first strip. Like this is the one that you're choosing to do first. Like I just feel like (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. Cause for me, 
And, you know, my clients, it depends. So to give you guys like an inner look of my clients, I have very different personalities than my clients as you guys do too. Some clients like to get the worst parts over with. So some clients want you to go right into the labia because then they can go to the Brazilian or the bikini last and they're like, okay, cool. I'm almost done. I hardly ever do that, but I do do that for some clients. But most clients want to do the bikini first because it like, it's like a warm up. It's like if you were working out and you show up to the gym and your trainer or yourself decides I'm going to go for the heaviest weight weight, and I'm going to do the heaviest squat. Like, no, you need to get on the treadmill and you need to warm up for like two, three minutes. <laughs> and that's how I feel like a Brazilian should be, especially for clients that are new. I mean, really anybody, like I said, there, there's always there's always going to be the exception. So I never want to say like this, this, and this, right? But when you're somebody, especially when you're learning you need to stick with the same pattern and in the same path because that's how you get really repetitive and really good. But anyway, so she starts there and I'm like, okay, going right down to my labia, like in the coarser, thicker part, you guys know it's the most sensitive part. So she rips it. I'm like, all right, that felt like shit. And then she just like kept going and I'm like not the person to be like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit. Um, so then she like goes to the other side of the Brazilian, does it again. And then she goes to the bikini. It was the weirdest thing ever. Like I was, it was so weird. Well, then she like goes to pull the strip and she like completely, I mean, bruised my leg, which I talk about this in the waxing guide. Bruising is normal and it can happen. And a lot of the times it can happen because your client either drank alcohol, they didn't drink enough water. Um, and when I say drink alcohol, I mean mostly the night before, but they didn't drink enough water. Their skin is thinner. You're not holding taut enough, which in her case, she was not holding taut enough. Like there's many different reasons. I teach this super thoroughly in the waxing guide amongst other skin reactions. But she gave me a bruise. Um, the labia, oh my gosh, you guys, she, I hate, and like, I'm, like I said, I'm not naming any places, any names because like, I feel bad, like I feel bad going onto a platform and a podcast and sharing this to be honest. But like, I was so like, but there's a message to this. This is why she goes to do my labia area. And like, if you're using soft wax, it's really important to do the hair direction and pull against it because soft wax, unlike hard wax is also exfoliating the skin because it's not only sticking to the hair, but it's sticking to the skin too. Whereas hard wax, whenever you lay hard wax down, the hard wax pulls off of the skin and it shrink wraps around the hair. So soft wax is so important to, to be putting on the right way. So she does not do that. <laughs> she takes a soft wax stick or, or a stick of soft wax. She puts it on the top of my starting point of my labia all the way down and I'm like what the fudge are you doing but again I'm like I just it's like when you go to the nail salon you know they're like making you a really crooked nail and you're just sitting there like hee hee yes it looks great I was just like I know I won't be in here forever so like I just know I won't go back to her like right it's that simple like I just won't go back and which mind you is something I don't want for any of you guys. So the fact that this is happening, like, okay, let me just keep going because this is like the overarching story of this of this episode. So, um, she pulls the strip. It was awful. Then she has to go back in because 
obviously what happens is, is I have breakage because she went into multiple hair directional growth. Oh, it just was horrible. Not to mention the other side of the labia, like she left hair there. It was like crazy. And although, and I will say, because so many people to say this to me and they're like, oh, well, I can already do 15 minute Brazilian waxes. And I'm like, okay, but can you do a good technique? Because this woman did do 15 minutes, but it was the worst technique ever. And so I'm like, this person needs the waxing guide. Like I did not say this to her, obviously, because that's just like so awkward. I just wanted to leave and I, you know, whatever, but in my head, okay. So this was my epiphany. So I let, I walked out, got dressed. I was sticky everywhere. And I'm talking everywhere, especially in my back, like my backside, my, my, my booty crack. Okay. I was so sticky. There was hair left. I went home. I used the all body wash from fur because it has oils in it. So I was like, I need to get the stickiness off of me. You guys, I was not done being sticky until the next day and until like loads of fur oil and all the things. And it was insane. I was like, I have not had a Brazilian wax like that th this whole time. But it led me, and this was again, an hour after I found out that my Instagram got deleted. I was just about to come out with the masterclass that is live to you now. And I was like in my feels because I'm like, I don't have a vehicle, the vehicle meaning my Instagram to get this program out to estheticians like her, like her who needs it, right? Like, so I'm like, oh my God, I'm having this whole epiphany. I'm like, this is why I created the waxing guide. This is why I created that program. This is exactly who I created that program for. I created this program for estheticians and waxers, especially who have high times, like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minute waxes, 45 minute waxes. And for those that don't feel like they learned the right technique, or if they think they learned the right technique, but they're not getting that client retention, maybe it's because you don't have the right technique. This was like the whole purpose of this program. So it put me even more in my feels because I'm like, I don't have an Instagram to get this program out to the people that need it. Like, oh, it was such a a moment of like, oh, so anyway, I got my Instagram back 24 hours later and I was just so happy. And let me tell you that this waxer is like my exact reason why I created the waxing guide. And it was really nice that this happened, which is funny that I'm saying that because it was an awful wax, but it was a really nice reminder that we as estheticians went to school and we learned basic, basic techniques. And when I say basic techniques, I don't even necessarily mean any technique. If you were like me 10 years ago, 11 years ago, like I waxed a brow on a piece of paper and this happens all the time. And it's because the schools are taught to teach you about sanitation and teaching you how to pass your exam. Unless you get someone who example perfect is like wax that ash ashley melcher she was an instructor for many years after she graduated and she specialized in waxing so unless you get an instructor who specialized in waxing and treats that curriculum period really well you're not going to know shit and the thing is that is that that is okay None of us do. And a lot of us have that in common. So that's the thing. When you get out of school and, or you're in your first year of waxing, or you've only learned from one person and 
all of that and you're like, man, I just don't know, that's okay because a lot of people don't know if they're good. And that's why programs like the one that I made is available. Um, you know, but also I really wanted to make sure that it really didn't just come with technique. I wanted to make sure that you understood the whole picture around Brazilian waxing. So it doesn't just mean, okay, this is how you wax. No, it means this is how you wax. This is how you talk to clients when you wax. This is what you can provide to your clients information wise so that they will come back to you. This is what can happen during waxes, like troubleshooting, skin conditions, all of the things, so that when they do happen, because they will, you will have all the information you need. Guys, switching up my tone, because it was literally in the middle of that rant, and my internet just got canceled out, and yeah, now I'm like, dang, what was I even talking about? <laughs> no, I was talking about the fact that I genuinely had put all of my heart and soul into the waxing guide, because I want to help people just like the experience that I had yesterday, or last, or this week, so that was what my story was about my week so far, and I'm like, holy crap, it seems like... It just seems like this week has been so slow because I've just had so many big moments happen in the week. So it's been crazy. Okay, moving on. Um, another really excitement that happened on the Enso side of the biz is that I officially publicly announced that we are going to be doing wax, which I'm so excited. Guys, I've been working with someone for months now. I actually met him in Vegas in June in person. He is incredible. And um, there's a really fun story about how this relationship happened. And I'll share about it when I get, you know, a little bit further into the journey. But we have been formulating and trying waxes. I've been trying all the soft waxes. I've been sending the hard waxes off to McKenzie at the Wax Room AZ um, just to initially get some testing. And then get a couple of different people to use it and then eventually get people that I've purchased into the Enso Duo a chance to try it before anybody else. So like there's a whole strategy plan there, but of course I can't get to that strategy plan until I get to the initial um, testings where I and myself and Mackenzie are doing all the testing, which I'm just so thankful for her. She's a freaking God's gift to earth. I'm really excited about this because A, there's really not a lot of like soft wax to pick from like yes there is but i'm thinking like the hard wax world is just so much bigger so i'm excited to bring a soft wax to the front lines of enso and then the hard wax again i'm just so excited i'm excited too because we're doing a color that i've never seen which is copper which of course is like right to the brand and um yeah uh, another really cool thing about this particular wax is that it's been third party tested by the lab that i'm getting the wax formulated from and it holds antimicrobial um like uh as antimicrobial what's the word um standards and i think that's really cool because a lot of people have asked like is copper being infused but even though i don't think that's possible i still like that it's holding hands with the same branding mission that we have which you know our wax warmer is copper and it holds antimicrobial benefits inside the vessel as well as on the stick the one that you will touch all day so it's really cool within 15 minutes your wax stick is actually completely self um self 
regulating itself um and it's taking away all the bacteria because of the way copper is and so i think it's really cool so that's also happening gosh there's so many things um the enso duo is in full swing with production we have a goal time of march but it could be even sooner which makes me really happy so anybody that's ordered it and so duo is going to have priority to that shipping if it is any earlier than our march due date which guys we're like already in october that is so freaking nuts and then one more thing and i want to really talk a little bit about it being October and and what that means for you the esthetician that's listening knowing that we have November December and then we are off to a new year and I really just want to take this time to talk to you have a one-on-one with you because I think so many people get stuck in the loop of like how their life is going and if it's going good that's amazing but if you are somebody who has been struggling lately, who hasn't been getting all the clients that they want, whose retail has been suffering, um, all of the things, right? Like if you are an esthetician, cause this industry is hard, man. Like we, you know, don't have to go to an office and sit crisscross applesauce and just do things like, you know, do tasks all day. Like it is up to us to get the clients, do the marketing, do the cleaning, be the receptionist, do all of the things that can get really freaking hard. And if you are stuck or in a place where you feel like you just don't know if this was the right move for you, I wanna tell you that it absolutely is. You are just going through a period that every single esthetician goes through. I myself go through so many of periods where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And it's normal and we don't talk about it enough. And this is why I love the podcast because I love the platform to be able to talk about it and to be able to say, hey, like I'm fucking up too. But every day I'm waking up and I'm deciding that this life still suits me better than that nine to five office job working at a doctor's office, like working at uh, anywhere. I don't even know why I said doctor's office, anywhere, doing what I don't love to do. You went to esthetician school because you love it. And even if you don't love it, I will tell you, you're probably not doing what you should be doing. Maybe you're doing waxing and you hate it. Maybe you're doing facials and you want to do waxing. All I'm saying is that you went to esthetician school for a reason and you already did the hardest part, which is getting your license. Okay. And that is the hardest part because you physically have to go sit somewhere and make no money to learn shit that you have to use to pass a test. Right. I mean, of course you're getting into the bigger season of it being harder when you go out on your own. If you already are out on your own, I know everybody listening is in different areas of their life, but like we've already done the hard part. You've already decided what you want to do with your life. That's a hard part. Um, and we have a couple of months left. So, you know, what do you want to do with that time? Is it sitting here and manifesting what you want to do in the future? Great. Is it taking a vacation because you've been working way too effing hard? Great. Is it continuing education, like learning a better style of Brazilian waxing for a perfect example? Great. I want you to take the last two months of this year, I guess technically two and a half, three months of this year and decide who you want to be in 2024. And if you feel pumped to do that now, then start now. Don't wait until 2024. But if you want to give yourself some time, give yourself some time, do whatever feels right for you. I am your SD bestie for real. Like 
I want everyone to succeed because we've already learned time and time again that there could be a million of us and we can all be so successful together. And this is what my platform is serving you for. This is what my platform was intended for. I am so thankful to have the voice in the industry to be able to promote this type of inspiring positivity because I know you can do it. And I know people say this all the time, but if I can do it, you can do it. Okay. If Barbara down the street can do it, you can do it. You can do hard things. We live in a perfect world called 2023 where the internet exists and you have people that are willing to teach you stuff. If you need to learn a better technique for Brazilian waxing, guess what? I teach you that. I can teach you that. If you want, you know, a guide to, to own your own business, guess what? There's somebody out there that teaches that. Like we have the best opportunities to fast track our learning. And that makes me just so freaking happy. And I know I didn't touch on it a lot. I know I did it in the beginning before you clicked onto this episode, but I will say that my masterclass is officially live. And this masterclass is how to take control of your finances using Brazilian waxing. I will teach you ways that you can get Brazilians in your door. Plus I have an offer that I will never offer anywhere else and it's limited time. So if you're interested in that, then you can click the link in the show notes and it will take you to my class. Thank you so much for hearing me out on my updates on my life and what's been going on behind the scenes. I hope that this episode brought you inspiration. I hope that it brought you some relatable conversation with me and I will see you next time.